to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website at wiseuptx.org and find us on all social media platforms. This is Ariba Amer, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Farha Ahmed today. Farha is an attorney running for Sugarland City Council. Hi Farha, how are you today? I'm doing great today. How are you? I'm good as well. I'm excited to get the opportunity to ask you a couple of questions. You know, my first question is, tell me a little bit on what is the significance of the office that you're running for? Well, the position I'm running for is a city council at large position. That means the whole city of Sugarland votes for uh, this position. And it is a volunteer position. There's no salary. Um, and it's, if you know anything about Sugarland, it's uh, the largest city in Fort Bend County. And Fort Bend County, Texas has been listed on many times acknowledged as the most diverse county in the United States. And Sugarland also is one of the most diverse cities. Um, it is a 30% Asian uh, population or AAPI population. Okay, now what made you wanna run for the office? Well, I've always loved public service. I always tell people that running for office is just another way of volunteering. Mm -hmm. uh, we all volunteer for nonprofit organizations and running for office is exciting. It's exciting to be part of where your city is going to go to, to look at policies and programs um, and attract businesses and residents and entertainment. And being on city, city council is really one of the ways that you can do that and participate. Tell me a little bit about your professional background and what would make you a good candidate for this office? Well, I am a practicing attorney for over 20 years. And that means I own my own small business. Mm -hmm. And I also was a, a chief compliance officer for a tech fund too. So I really uh, am interested in the technology innovation field uh, and industry. That's always been something I've been interested in. And I think that being engaged in the community is also very critical. I serve on the board of Child Advocates, which is a child uh, prevention, child abuse prevention and child healing for abused children organization. And I've served on many other boards, which is a Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Exchange Club, which is another civic organization. I also served on the city's planning and zoning commission. This is where you get to look at what kind of development is gonna happen in the city from office buildings, homes to parks and other amenities. And like I said, it's an exciting time to be a part of the city, especially coming out of COVID. There are so many opportunities for us to take our city to the next level. Of course, I, I'm sure that's the case. Now tell me, you know, for our listeners out there, if you were elected to office, what are your three big issues you would like to address or advocate for? Well, those are things I've always been talking about is really trying to attract technology innovation jobs to mm -hmm. my city. I mm -hmm. think it's very important that we attract young professionals like yourself that want to come to Sugarland. I always say that you don't want uh, any city to be kind of a retirement bedroom community. You want to keep it exciting and new and fresh, and you've got to attract jobs and companies. And that means you've got to have young professionals there. The other thing is public safety is very important. I want to make sure that our public safety is funded well. Uh, that's our fire and police departments. Um, that's something always on the top of the people's minds. We have a very safe city but we wanna keep it that way. So we wanna make sure that the funding is always there. And the third thing is really being a connected city council person. 
We're still a small town of just 120,000 people. And I think you should be able to pick up the phone and talk to your city council person. You should feel their presence. They should be engaged in the community. I always say that if you don't have an engaged city council person, how do they know what's going on in the community? And I think that's what I really bring to the table. That's exciting and new. And I, I wanna make sure that, that all those things and ideas that I have are all for the betterment of my city. Okay, so that sounds good. So how has being South Asian impacted your work and goals as a candidate? I think it just opens me up to new immigrant communities. Just being a member of an immigrant community, I have so many doors that are open, not just to the South Asian community, but that community is part of that AAPI I was telling you about. They're very industrious. They're involved in the business community. They love education and they love to be engaged. They have very philanthropic uh, goals and programs. And I think that adding them to the other cultures that we have, it just makes it just an amazing united community. So if you were elected, you know, how, if it was possible, how would you be able to serve the South Asian community or other marginalized communities at large? For me, I think that the fact that I am so connected, I will give just an added voice Mm -hmm. uh, to more communities uh, that have come into our city. We have a large number of people that are foreign born. They're born in other countries, they've immigrated to the United States, they live here. And I think someone like myself also being an immigrant, I think it's a great way for people to see, look, this is how you can get involved in your community. You can volunteer, uh, you can serve on boards and commissions, but you can also run for office. I want people to have the courage uh, and the inspiration to run for office. Like it's not meant for just a certain group of people or people of a certain age. Everyone should feel that they have a right to run for office if they have ideas and experience that will contribute to the betterment of the larger community, not just the South Asian community, but in addition to that community. I think it's always very inspiring to see people that look like us also serve all communities in our city. Of course, the representation is so important across the board for any member of the marginalized community. So I feel your sentiment there. I'm going to circle back around to what I asked you earlier. You know, we talked about why you wanted to run for office, but I'm curious on why now? What made you want to run in this election season? That's a good question. I think I, I wasn't thinking about running for office, but I saw that we're all coming out of COVID. I felt like in the two years we had this kind of disconnect with our city government, city officials. And I think for a city that's well poised to take advantage of a post COVID uh, business environment, I felt like this is the time to do it. I think I bring a lot to the table and the connectivity. I'm like, I know what kind of city council I would want. Um, mm -hmm. And I think someone being engaged and connected is really critical because if you don't, if you don't have these contested elections, elections of ideas. I always tell people, it's not a popularity contest. It's, it's an uh, elections are about ideas and bringing them forward. And if you have the, uh, those ideas, you should come forward and run. And if you don't see them being discussed, you need to participate in your civic engagement, whether it's running for office or just being involved in the city. And for me, I felt the timing was just right to do that. I felt like I have these great ideas. This is a great opportunity. We don't have the same level of engagement that we want to have right now. So this is a good time to run. Of course. Now, tell me a little bit. You you mentioned that you're you're running to be city council member at large. Is that correct? Yes. So uh, how is that different from being a, from running for a city council member? Is there a difference? 
there's a difference. I mean, at large as the whole city votes, there are district seats. So uh-huh. they're broken up in kind of like little neighborhoods. Um, and um, those are those opportunities. But at large is, is where everyone in the city can have a say of who they want uh, to represent uh, their city and their concerns and their issues and things like that. To have a strong independent voice uh, for the residents. I think that's very important and to be engaged. And so the at-large is, it's a daunting task because you wanna make sure all represent, uh, all neighborhoods uh, have met with you, have talked to you, have expressed any concerns, but express what are their hopes and ideas, what they wanna see different change, improve what they wanna see stay the same. They mm-hmm. have things that they say, well, we don't want this change, so make sure that stays the same. But you have to be engaged with just a larger group of people. So that is really just the geography itself is the big difference between a district seat versus at large. Okay, and tell me, you know, we're, for our listeners out there, you have this platform right now, what would you like them to know about you, about your campaign or just in general? I think it's about about finding people around you who mm-hmm. give you courage and inspiration to get up there and run for office. You wanna see more women, you wanna see more South Asian women, uh, run for office, and this is a great time to do it. We bring a lot of skill sets. We are business owners, we're professionals, we're moms. Uh, we're very much involved in the community. Um, you should not feel left out. I always tell people you are as American as anyone else, um, whether you were born here or you immigrated here, you have the same rights and the privileges, but you also have the same duties. I said, this country has been a blessing for us to come here. It has made a success of our family. And we're obligated to give back. And actually running for office is one of the ways to give back to the community you live in and say, thank you. I wanna be there to help improve it and make it better. Of course. Now, where can our listeners go if they wanna learn more information or get involved in your campaign? They can go on my website. It's it's farahforsugarland.com. And uh, I'm on Facebook and Twitter. And so they can reach me, Instagram. Uh, so I think social media has become very important in this race. I think um, during COVID, a lot of people relied on social media to stay connected. And so that's one of the ways I'm staying connected with my constituents uh, is social media. And so I am on Facebook and you can you know, message me or whatever you need to do to, to, to search me. And you will find me definitely on Facebook. I do have a page also. And I'm also my private Facebook uh, account, but that's... Uh, I'm at 5,000 friends. I can't, I cannot add any more. It's amazing <laughs> how many friends you get when you run for office, right? <laughs> um, and so the page is a great way to find out what I'm doing, what are the things I care about, and how you can help my campaign is that even if you don't live in Sugarland, you may know one family that lives in my city. Please wake them up and let them know these are nonpartisan elections. Uh, there is no party alignment. It starts April 25th. This is a great opportunity to jump in and get involved. Uh, the last person that won her seat last year for city council won by five votes. Wow. So every little vote is going to make a difference. So please come out and vote. Yeah, I hope everyone heard that, that every little vote makes a difference. So make sure to come out to the elections that are coming up soon and make sure you're registered to vote in time. Well, that's it for our interview today. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise Up Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available, and select episodes will air on Radio Zod in DFW. 
Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with Wise Up Texas.